Hello and welcome to this week's special edition of 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. I'm here to talk about yesterday's Nintendo Direct, which, for for those of you who don't know, happened yesterday, as the name would imply. Now, this was the first Nintendo Direct of 2023, and the last most recent one since the one that happened the week the Queen died in 2022, back in September. Um, where the big thing out of that was a fuck ton of farming simulators, and uh, we got an official title for the Breath of the Wild sequel. Now, this one is designed, it was advertised to set the stage for 2023, at least the first six months of 2023, and, and really get going. Um, and we're going to talk about the big announcements and possibly what this could mean going forward. Now, we're also going to get Josie's thoughts on this tomorrow. I'm going to spring this on her with very little information. Um, so let's talk, talk about what they have. Now, we, we got a full-length trailer for Pikmin 4, which was previously announced in September as well. Uh, this game looks like another entry, kind of similar to Animal Crossing New Horizon or Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, in that it is taking an established Nintendo franchise and bringing it up to the standards that we can expect from a game that's coming out in 2023, and also with the full power of the Switch. Pikmin 3 did come out on the Switch, but it was a port of a Wii U game. Um, so it, 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 it did, uh, what's it called? It, it does need this little, uh, thing. Um, now it does introduce a new variant of Pikmin. That's an ice variant that'll freeze water and stuff like that. And it introduces a new dog character that's really cute and people are going to love. And I really like the dog character, but let's see where that goes. Uh, the, the game will drop on July 21st, 2023. There was also more information about Kirby's Return to Dreamland, which is coming out on February 24th. Um, this trailer confirmed the release date would stay, which, I mean, at this point, if they're going to delay it, that's not a great sign. Um, and it's a port of a Wii game. Um, and much like the port of, uh, Super Mario 3D World from the Wii U to the Switch, this is going to include a new story mode. Um, this is a, uh, gameplay mode that takes place after the story, where you take control of a depowered Malagor, and you have to level him up and get him stronger, starting out with just a jump and a basic attack and making him get through the entire, uh, get back home to his home dimension. Uh, which actually makes me more uh, interested in the game as a whole, to be completely honest. Uh, I was going to get it anyway, um, but that, that really gets me a little bit more interested. Um, in terms of DLC, Nintendo has seemed to have embraced its new business model. Fire Emblem Engage, which came out last month, is getting another expansion, which I think is the, it's the second expansion. Again, I think I've talked about this before. I'm not a huge fan of the expansion packs that come out this quickly after release. I'm more of a fan of let the game breathe a little bit and then do it so it doesn't seem like you had this queued up to ask for more money after paying $60 for a game, but whatever. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is getting its third major expansion with its fourth coming later this year. Uh, I'm not 100% well-versed in Xenoblade Chronicles, so I don't know anything that's going on in that. It looks cool, though. If you're a Xenoblade Chronicles fan, then good for you. I mean, you're going to get something cool there. Um, Splatoon 3 is also going to get a massive update with a ton of new content. Uh, the first of which is coming in the near future in the spring, with the second expansion coming in the summer. Um, and we got more details about the fourth expansion in the Booster Pass for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which will, have the, the, which will include the return of Birdo from Mario Kart Double Dash, and will have an entirely new course based on Yoshi's Island video game. Um, which is, that's pretty cool. I think that this is a good idea. Um, I just wish they'd introduce more characters in other parts of the, bo- of the booster pass besides right now. Um, 
Now, this is the big one. The big thing for me, at least, um, in this in this whole direct, was the expansion of Switch Online um, and the Booster Pass. And, and not the Booster Pass, the expansion pass. Um, now, with Switch Online, if you have Switch Online, you get NES and SNES games. If you get the expansion pass, you get N64 and Sega Genesis games included. Um, if you now, with the new system, the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color has been added to the standard tier, while the expansion pass tier will include uh, Game Boy Advance games. Um, and this is available immediately after the release of the, uh, of the what's it called, of the, um, of the Direct. Um, so at launch, if you go on right now and you have the base Switch Online, you can play Game Boy's Tetris, Game Boy Super Mario Land 2, um, Six Golden Coins, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyles Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, Metroid 2 Return of Samus, Wario Land 3, and Kirby's Dream Land. If you have the expansion already, you can play Mario Kart Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, which is a fantastic game. And I think that the lineup for Game Boy Advance games is pitch perfect. Um, I think this is the strongest lineup I've seen out of one of their things. Um, because Super Mario Bros. 3 is a great game, and the remaster that they did for the Game Boy Color, uh, the Game Boy Advance, is phenomenal, um, if you haven't played it. WarioWare Inc. Micro Mini Games, again, another fantastic game, um, totally worth your time to play. Um, Kuru 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 which I've never played before, um, Mario Kart Super Circuit, which is a great racing game, very fun, definitely worth checking out if you like Mario Kart. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is an all-time great um, Game Boy Advance game. I think if you were going to do um, a Hall of Fame for Game Boy Advance games, that's a first-round um, elect into it. Um, and Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, which is another great game uh, for the Game Boy uh, Advance. Coming in the near future for the Game Boy Color will be Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Pokemon Trading Card Game, and Kirby Tilt and Tumble, and Metroid Fusion, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F-Zero, Maximum Velocity, and Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, this is a fantastic lineup. I am totally on board with this. Um, I just hope that in the future we get more games, which we'll talk about more at the end. Um, in terms of smaller announcements, there were a number of things that, um, that you know, were there but weren't, you know, huge things to talk about. Um... Tron Identity and Disney Illusion Island were both announced previously at the D23 Game Showcase. They were given full release windows. Tron Identity will be released in April with no date given, which is a little weird, while Disney Illusion Island will be released on July 28th. Um, Samba de Amigo is getting a new game, Samba de Amigo Party Central, coming out this summer. Um, there was a lengthy trailer for Fashion Dreamer, which I'm not entirely sure why that was given as much time as it did. Um, you could play as a fashion influencer in a role-playing game. That also comes out this spring. If you play Dead Cells, which is a Metroidvania, there's a new DLC pack with sound and and uh, with music and story and um, art assets based on Castlevania, which looks pretty cool. That's coming out on March 6th. Um, two major DS games are being remastered for the Switch in the form of Ghost Trick Phantom and Detective this summer and Etrian Odyssey, um, the Origins Collection, coming on June 1st. Uh, a new Professor Layton game was announced. I've never played any of these, but I probably should check them out. Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. Uh, no further details were given besides the fact that the game is being announced. Um, I skipped forward too far. 
Um, the GameCube RPG um, Bat Baton Kaidos, which I never played, um, is being ported to the Switch with 1 and 2 being remastered this summer in a collection. Um, Katamari um, Damacy Reroll sequel, we love Katamari, is getting a remaster on June 2nd. We finally got a release date on uh, Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, which was delayed due to the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. That will be coming out on April 21st. And Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, from the developer of Life is Strange, will be coming this June. All these things sound pretty cool. Um, the final two things are some of the biggest stories out of Nintendo Directs over the last five years. Um, first off, in 2017, Nintendo ended their E3 presentation with the announcement of Metroid Prime 4 being in development, and we've heard nothing about it since. We didn't hear anything about it here, but we did hear that Metroid Prime um, was being remastered and got stealth released yesterday immediately after the after the Direct. Um, so you can go on your Switch right now and buy it, or you can wait till the 22nd and pick it up for, um, what's it called, and pick it up uh, in a physical copy um, at wherever you buy your video games, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and we also found out that um, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, we got a full trailer for it with some cool visuals and some cool new gameplay mechanics. Um, we, it was confirmed, and they are sticking to that May 12th release date. Um, they also confirmed a very expensive collector's edition, and there is a $70 price tag on this game. Um, now, I do have thoughts on some of this stuff. Um, where are we at? 10 minutes? All right. Um, I think the $70 price tag for Tears of the Kingdom is not a great decision. Um, I think the point of this is we are nearing the end of the Switch's life cycle, and as a result, they want to test out if they can charge $70 for a game and get people to buy. Um, I don't know if there's going to be enough in Tears of the Kingdom that is enough of an upgrade from Breath of the Wild, considering Breath of the Wild, we haven't seen another game that can do what Breath of the Wild did on the Switch. I don't know if this game will be able to push the hardware any further, and if it'll work as well. That's my concern. On top of that, when we think of a $7 price tag, we think of games that are doing impressive things on true next-gen consoles in the form of PlayStation 5 and the Series X. Beyond this, the Switch is still in its own thing, and the Switch is depowered to the point where it's about as strong as a PlayStation 4, I think. Um, probably even less so. I don't think it even outport, uh, output in 4K. Um, and I think that they're doing this to test going forward and going into the next console generation. Um... You probably noticed, as I did, a lack of Pokemon-related news on any front, which is weird considering they are launching the Game Boy Advance expansion without any indication of their top-selling Game Boy Advance game, which is Ruby and Sapphire, the second top-selling Game Boy Advance game, which is Fire Red and Leaf Green, the third top-selling Game Boy Advance game in Pokemon Emerald, or the twelfth top-selling Game Boy Advance game in the form of Red Rescue Team. Um, at the same time, um, Scarlet and Violet have had phenomenal sales numbers, and they didn't you know, do anything about that. Um, it is already at number four in the franchise, in the history of the franchise, behind just Red and Blue at number one, Sword and Shield at number two, and Gold and Silver at number three. Um, it's likely that Scarlet and Violet will get DLC. We've been hearing a lot of rumors about that. Uh, we've been hearing Kalos, we've been hearing Mega Evolutions, we've been hearing a new zone like the uh, like Area Zero. We've been hearing a lot of things about possible DLC, um, and we haven't heard anything about it yet um, in any official cat in, in any official. Um, capacity, which will probably last the rest of this year before next year us getting another game. Um, that said, 
Pokemon is independent of Nintendo. Pokemon is technically, I think, second party is what we would call them, because they're not owned by Nintendo, but they almost exclusively deal with Nintendo. Um, and because of this, they tend to do their announcements independent. Um, so look around February 27th, which is Pokemon Day, for an announcement of that. I also think it's likely that on that day we will get red, blue, gold, silver on Game Boy, um, on Game Boy Switch Online, possibly some of the other games on um, what's it called on the uh, on on the other side of things at the um, at the Game Boy Advance because there are some Pokemon games on Switch expansion already. Um, I think that if on the twenty seventh that direct happens and we don't have Red Rescue Team. Um, day one or Pokemon Pinball um, on that day, I would be, or Pokemon Pinball, Ruby, and Sapphire, if not also the other games, I would be genuinely surprised. Um, I think that we could have a little bit of a delay when it comes to the mainline games, only because they don't want to release the mainline games without full online capabilities and bank integration. Or if they do, I think bank integration is second, to be completely honest. I think they can give two fucks about bank. Um, integration, because I think, I, I think even to this day, we don't have full integration for Scarlet and Violet, but I think that there, I think that there's a strong possibility that we get those, uh, coming soon. Um, and I think, I think it's weird that they didn't show that as part of the coming soon. I think the only reason is they didn't want to stealth drop it. Um, especially considering Blue Rescue Team was available on the Switch, uh, on the, uh, Wii U Virtual Console. Um... In terms of the, uh, the what's it called, the, the expansion of the games included in online and online expansion, it's obvious they want you to buy the expansion pack because the titles that are in the base for the Game Boy are not nearly as good. I'm not saying they're not as good. That, that's the wrong way to put it. I'm saying that of the titles they announced, two of which have been ported to near current gen consoles in the recent past, Link's Awakening is on the Switch right now if you don't have it. If you go to any store or on the Switch store, you can buy Link's Awakening um, in full, um, completely remade from the ground up. And if you have a 3DS, you can get Metroid 2 uh, remade completely too, which is a pretty fun game. I did enjoy that when it came out a few years ago. Um, and I think that what I was hoping for was that maybe Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons gets that same treatment. But if they're going to go virtual console with it, I don't think that's likely. I think if they did remaster, then put it on Virtual Console, that'd be one thing. But if they're going to make it just available on Virtual Console, I don't think they're going to go back and remaster it. Because um, I'm of two minds of it. Because there is the historic value that comes from playing the game as it was originally intended. But there's also a new audience of people who will look at the game being old and not go back and play it because of the old graphics. It's the same thing that happens with movies. Like, people have an issue going back and watching old movies that are in black and white or going back and watching silent films, or going back and watching even international movies that aren't in English. Um, it's a similar situation. Um, in the same conversation of game preservation, I don't think GameCube games or DS games will make their way to the Switch Online expansion pass. Um, I, I think that they would rather port um, DS games with updated graphics and, and interfaces so that way they don't have to deal with it, as is um, Atrian Odyssey, which is a very... DS game. They'd rather port that. Um, and then I'm thinking that the issue with GameCube games is that I, I have never used it myself, any of the online cloud-based gaming solutions that they have, like Kingdom Hearts or 
like Hogwarts Legacy when it comes out um, in July, we'll have the same, you know, online, um, online cloud-based play. Um, I've not heard good things, though. I've only heard bad things about the stability of Switch Online when it comes to playing those games. Um, and I think that if you're going to put your GameCube games on there, you want to get that stability down so it can actually be played properly. Um, and I think that you do end up with a few issues like that. Paper Mario is now available on, um, what's it called? On Switch, on Switch Online expansion for the N64. Um, while Thousand Year Door is unlikely to get a port and just be stuck on GameCube because I don't think it's likely that they port and remaster a game. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, because I really want to play Thousand Year Door again without paying $150 for a GameCube game, because um, that shit is expensive. The same goes for Super Mario Sunshine, which I'm less concerned about because I do have on my person right now the, uh, the what's it called, the, the 3D um, collected edition that they put out a few years ago. Um, on a final note, um, we now have the majority of Wii U games that have been big and imported to the Switch um, with Metroid Prime now coming over um, because all three games were ported to the Wii U. Um, with that starting to make its arrival, I think what we're going to see is I think Metroid Prime 4 comes out next winter um, or next holiday season. I think that this year we get Metroid Prime and then we might get Echoes come end of the year. Um, and then we'll get Corruption early next year, and, um, what was the other one? And then, uh, or I, I would say Summer, probably. I would say they're probably gonna do a six-month cadence and then release it that way to build hype. Um, with that coming, um, there are just two games left that have not been ported, and that would be Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD. Um, I think there is a distinct possibility that these two games get bundled and end up being the big holiday game at the end of this year. Um, I think it would be dumb, but I think it's a possibility. I think they want to give themselves some breathing room away from uh, Tears of the Kingdom, but at the same time, they also want to take advantage of having a new release this holiday season, and I think porting those two classic games to the Switch is going to give that, although you do have the possibility, and I would say a very strong possibility, of fucking up uh, parents who are trying to buy games for their kids when they say, oh, I want the new Legend of Zelda game, and they end up getting the wrong one. Um, so it's an interesting question. I would like to see where this goes, but all of that will be answered in the future. So we'll wrap up there for today. Um, I think we've covered enough ground on the Nintendo Direct. Um, Josie and I will be back on Tuesday to talk about either Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's still up in the air because I'm letting her pick which one she wants to talk about more. Um, and she said she would get back to me before we record tomorrow, um, and she has not yet. Um, and on Wednesday, we will also be back for uh, exploring hyperspace lanes about Empire Strikes Back, uh, Star Wars Episode Five. Um, and for those of you listening along at home and looking for more episodes of Beware of Spoilers, today went up the Beware of Spoilers episode about the Bad Batch. Uh, the next episode to go up will be the one about... Um, what's it called? The one about... Uh, the Flash, Season 9, Episode 1, tomorrow morning. And then we also have the end of National Treasure on Sunday. And Saturday, we're going to have um, The Last of Us, because the new episode comes out tomorrow, not on... What was it? Um, what was the date? Not on, uh, not on Sunday, as usual. Um, so, until then, have a great rest of your week.